1: It is The Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, broadcasting live from The Dish Professionals, get set up today. 801-424-DISH, that's 801-424-DISH, uh, on top of the already great promotion. Uh, if you are a Big Show listener and you call in today, they're going to put an extra 100 bucks right there in your pocket, so you'll be set up for this fall uh, for uh, football, uh, college football, NBA, it will be all good to go, and uh, $100 the better. So 801-424-DISH. That's 801-424-DISH. Uh, let's get out to the Smart Rain special guest line. July is considered Smart Irrigation Month to celebrate. Best of State Award winner Smart Rain is giving away free smart controllers to commercial properties until the end of July uh hosting costs not included visit uh, smartrain.net or call 877-346-3333 joining us now is the editor for rookie wire at usa today he's cody taylor with us back on the big show what's going on cody
2: hey not too much i appreciate you having me on
1: so is this uh, like Christmas Eve for you? Is it, is it all stress? You know, you're trying to uh, get ready for the, the final big day, or uh, what's the day like the, uh, before the draft for you?
2: Uh, so far today for me it's been uh, relatively calm. It's been been a pretty eventful couple weeks between, you know, talking to people, interviewing prospects, and writing this mock draft and that mock draft. But today is a little calm. Uh, I know tomorrow for myself and everyone else in the business is going to be a, a long day to say the least.
1: So what kind of draft uh, are we getting this year? Is it deep? Is it top heavy? Uh, where, where could the value be found? Perhaps give us kind of the lay of the land.
2: Yeah. So I think everyone is most familiar by this point with, with the top four, five, six guys. And, and those players are projected to be, some of them are franchise changing guys. And you think of Cade Cunningham, Jalen Green, uh, Evan Mobley, uh, Jalen Suggs, and a little drop off to the next level with Scotty Barnes, Jonathan Kaminga. But when you when you kind of go down down the list, there, there's certainly other players that maybe later in the first round that that could potentially find themselves contributing at a high level uh, as early as next season, uh, just depending on which role and situation they get into. And then even you know even going through through my my last mock draft here uh, this week you know, there, there's a lot of players that you could see being taken in the first round. However, there's only 30 spots available. And so obviously some prospects are going to fall to the beginning of the second round. And I think that's where you can find some real value uh, as potential skill candidates for some of these teams and, and other things of that nature. So I think when when, when you kind of enter this draft tomorrow, it has been highly touted as very top heavy and, and rightfully so. But I think there are some guys uh, sprinkled in throughout the end of the first round early to mid second round that we could potentially be talking about a year from now as guys that really emerged from this class. So let's talk a little bit about
1: uh, Kate Cunningham then as a as a potential number 1 pick. You know, we've uh, we've seen, you know, anything from, you know, no-brainer number 1 pick and somebody like LeBron James to uh, a real uh, out of the blue long shot like uh, I think uh, Anthony Bennett. Uh, from uh, Cleveland, what was that six or seven years ago? Uh, mm-hmm. Cade Cunningham, how count miss is this guy?
2: From, from what what everyone has said, uh, talking to him, from what we've seen by watching him last season at Oklahoma State, I think he is about as surefire number one player as we've seen over the past decade or so. And I think that you know his ability—he's one of the most athletic players in this draft this year. Obviously, we we saw some of that on display. He can also get others involved. He, he's, his, his position, his size is definitely something that attracts teams. And, and, I mean, you know, when you kind of think about where he could potentially land, and that's the Detroit Pistons, and we saw last year them have a lot of success with, with their rookies, specifically City Bay and Isaiah Stewart. So when you, when you put him in, uh, a willing player that wants to go to Detroit, by all accounts, from what he said over the past few weeks, and what we've seen from their development system i think the sky is the limit for him and i think you know when we look back 5 years from now on this draft he could still be that player that everyone thought he could be and then some for the pistons uh, assuming it, you know they do take him and it's a, about a 99.9% chance that they do take him <laughs> Yeah, I get that
1: impression too. Uh, from there, uh, how far do you have to go until it drops off a little bit? To maybe, uh, you know, maybe if you consider Cade, you know, the top tier mm-hmm. by himself, you know, where does tier two of players go from?
2: I think that kind of varies depending on 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 which which person you ask. There's a there's a slight drop off between Evan Mobley to to Jalen Suggs there from three to four. And then after Suggs, I think from there it's a little bit of a drop off as well. And you know, Jonathan Kaminga was the guy that was was projected to be the fifth pick to the Orlando Magic for much of the the last month or so. But now we've seen Scotty Barnes kind of emerge into that fifth spot, and, and Kaminga actually drop a few spots. Uh, some have him down closer to eight or nine, while some have him, you know, six or seven. So I mean, it, it really is going to be very interesting to see how it all kind of unfolds after. Probably the, the fourth pick or so. I think when the magic are on the clock, that's when it really kind of gets interesting. Of course, the Golden State Warriors at seven have been rumored into wanting to trade either the seventh or 14th pick or both of them in order to acquire some some help that uh, players that can help them win. Now, however, we heard Bob Myers on Monday say that as of Monday, their plan was to keep both picks. Obviously, that can change. So, I think the Warriors are a bit of a, a bit of a wild card as well. And, and then certainly when you get toward the bottom of the top ten, I think it, it, it drops a little bit more, but there's still some value there. Von Wagner uh, has been rumored to go to the Kings at nine. He's been a guy that could even go higher. Josh Giddey, um, the Australian uh, point guard who played in the NBL last year, long rumored to, to, to go to the Spurs at 12, but now we're seeing maybe the Warriors like him at seven. So there's just a lot of rumors, and as we all as we all know, the, the rumors tend to, to, to fire up as the draft approaches. So I think some of that is going to be kind of interesting to see.
1: So Austin and I, uh, the other day, were trying to crunch through the, the Memphis and uh, New Orleans trade with, with Jonas Valanciunas. And uh, from Memphis's perspective, it didn't make a ton of sense to me. I mean, you know, not that my opinion matters, but is, is their motivation to, the, to move up to 10? Was that the reason that they did that? They, they see somebody that they think they can get there.
2: Yeah, I think so. And, you know, you can kind of, when you look at at some of the, some of uh, uh, Valanchunas and, and Steven Adams, you know, I think a lot of their their skill sets are, are the same. However, Steven Adams has owed a lot of money over the next few years. And then, you know, so you, you, you make the, the swap there, seven, uh, go up from 17 to 10. And I think the, the thinking there is, is from what some people have been saying is, is that, they could potentially even, you know, they acquire that pick to maybe even move up a little higher into the 7-8 range. As I mentioned, the Warriors could be willing to trade back so there could be a partner there. Um, and so I think that for them it was to get a little higher, to get uh, maybe another playmaker on that roster. Once they made the trade, Josh Kennedy was was kind of rumored as their guy, so we'll see if, that, if he's still on the board there, uh, what they'll do. You know, he would give them another playmaker, um and and, you know has been highly regarded for his ability as a as as a lead guard he's drawn some comparisons to ben simmons and some of his skill set a little bit better of a shooter but i think for them it was mostly to get up uh, a few more spots there into the lottery which they could potentially use and flip uh, and get even higher so I want to ask you a little bit about uh, the Jazz.
1: They have the 30th pick and they are uh, very capped out. Um, in fact mm-hmm. into the luxury tax uh, particularly if they want to re-sign Michael Conley which uh they've said is a priority for them this uh this offseason. So with that in mind, do you see the Jazz making the 30th pick or moving off of it?
2: Yeah, there's there's a lot of sort of rumor speculation with them as well where, you know, they they've been kind of rumored in to wanting to trade a couple of guys to, to maybe get that cap space and and maybe the 30th pick is part of that but I, I think that as, as I kind of mentioned and you asked earlier that you know when you get toward the end of the first round I think there still is some players there that, that could potentially you know uh, the jazz could potentially covet there and you know we've heard Quentin Grimes is a guy that, that the jazz had in last week that they really like. He's a, you know, potential three and D guy and, you know, shot, shot very well from three point on 8.3 attempts, 40% there. And, you know, a really good two-way guy. And and then, you know, when you kind of look at just the, the roster there with the jazz behind Conley, maybe you want to add target another lead point guard. And so there's, there's some options there between miles, McBride bones, Highland, uh, Josh Primo, and some of the other guys. And of course, some of those guys bone Thailand and Josh Primo, are kind of projected to go a little higher than 30. So, I mean, it really is going to depend on who's available there at, at, at 30, but we've seen in, in past years that if they do keep the pick, drafting someone at 30 uh, could be, you know, they could find someone there. Uh, Desmond Bain last year went, went to the Grizzlies and he, he had a pretty solid season there in, in a backup role uh, for the, for the Grizzlies who, you know, had a successful season. So, um, you know, I, I, if they make the, the pick, that's, you know, obviously only, probably only the Jazz know that. But if they do keep it, I think, you know, Jazz fans should be excited potentially that there is a player there that could can contribute.
1: What do you think about movement overall? Are we going to see a lot of trades tomorrow?
2: Yeah, that's a good question because each year it seems like there are more and more trade rumors. Although this year there have been it, – it feels like there's been a – maybe fewer rumors about teams potentially moving. And and we've heard GM say it's, it's, it's tough to, to move up or down just considering, you know, the players that, that need to be moved the salaries and just really the unknown about where, where teams are picking and what prospects could potentially turn into. So, you know, we'll, we'll see some moves. I'm going to guess, and it may not be some of these, You know, the the Cavs have been rumored, the the Rockets, the Magic want to move up. You know, the Warriors might move. There's a lot of teams that have been rumored into wanting to move. um, But whether or not that happens, it remains to be seen. And and more often than not, those big deals that we hear typically don't come to fruition. So maybe the Grizzlies make a move and, and a couple other moves, but a real blockbuster move that that really shocks everyone I I would imagine probably doesn't happen but you know it it really is always up in the air there is it's always a guessing game it feels like and that's that's just what adds to the intrigue of the NBA draft each year it's so exciting and you really have no idea what could happen we're sitting here um you know Wednesday afternoon not really thinking anything could happen and and tomorrow at the same time there's already been a, a huge trade or something it's it is really fascinating to
1: see. Well, let me run this by you because I've given this some thought. With uh, with the salary cap likely not moving because of the of the pandemic, I wonder mm-hmm. if we see a bunch of small to mid range deals with teams uh, moving cap space around for well, in preparation for free agency and to position themselves best creatively. Because frankly, they're not going to get that you know automatic money freeing up from the cap going up. So I wonder if we're going to see some some maneuvering around with future moves in in mind.
2: Yeah, I think so. And, and then in saying that though, there are probably only a few teams, a handful of teams. I don't have them right in front of me, but I know the Thunder are, are, are a team that seemingly ha- has a ton of cap space. And, you know, there'll probably be other teams like the Thunder that, that have the, the space available to maybe offload a salary off another team. However, it's going to cost you a first round pick or a high second, or, you know, it's going to cost you to do that because the Thunder aren't going to be, you know, competitive for another two, three, even four years maybe. And so they know that they can kind of take some of those salaries and, you know, help out a team in exchange for a young player or, or a high draft pick. And so I think we'll probably see some of that happen as well. And, you know, there's other teams, uh, other than the thunder that that could potentially f- facilitate something like that, and so um, you know, and like you said, there's not going to be a whole lot of a relief with when, with a huge jump or even a small jump in cap space this year. So, and that's just the nature of of what's happened over the past year. So, those sort of moves probably will come, but maybe not as much as we've seen in the past. I know you've been
1: uh, pretty immersed in the draft, I'm sure, Cody. But do you want to give any thoughts to Team USA at uh, over there in Tokyo? What's going on with that squad?
2: Yeah, it was uh, it was really nice last night. I was able to stay up. I'm over in the East Coast, so it was a little bit later of a game for me last night, or earlier this morning. But it was good good to see the the game basically over by halftime. A, I went to bed earlier than you know the <laughs> closer game. But B, I mean, that's what they needed to do. And, and you know, they, they really kind of – they faced France, a tough team, and, you know, probably should have won that game. Obviously, they lost, and they come back with, with Iran and, and, you know, blow the doors off, and they had the Czech Republic coming up as well. So, really, they really benefited by a, a fairly easy schedule after that France game. And, and a win likely gets them on in the quarterfinals. And that's what they need. We need – it was good to see them move the ball. Uh, hit threes, of course. Uh, Damian Lillard had 21 and only made three pointers. So I mean, it's good to see that when, when the ball's flowing and, and guys are, are moving and, and things like that, they're playing up to their capability, and hopefully can can go on a run here um, uh, against the Czech Republic, and then of course uh, beyond that, because they're it's not going to get any easier from here, obviously, and they're not going to have much rest either to to make it happen. So there's a lot of pressure on them now, certainly, and we'll see. Uh, what they can do. But after watching last night, I, I feel uh, as I'm sure a lot of other uh, fans of team USA are feeling a lot better about our chances now.
1: Well, Cody, thank you for dropping by the show as always and enjoy the draft tomorrow.
2: I appreciate it. Thank you.
1: Thank you. That's our friend, Cody Taylor. He's editor of rookie wire uh, for the USA today sports media group. And uh, good to get a preview on what we're going to get uh, coming up tomorrow night with the NBA draft. And, uh, yeah, it seems to me we, we asked him a little bit about uh, Cade Cunningham and uh, what he thought was the likelihood of him going number one. And he said it seems the consensus is 99.9% that that uh, is what's going to happen. He's going to go to Detroit, and uh, the Pistons will uh, try to rebuild with a number one pick and uh, see how that goes, pair them with Jeremy Grant, see if they can't start uh, building something around uh, those two guys. So uh, big thanks to Cody for jumping on the show. Coming up next, there's some uh, some breaking Pac-12 news, L- literally just coming out uh, minutes ago. So I'm going to have to pour over ex- uh, exactly, but uh, interesting strategy. Apparently the Big 12 is trying when it comes to this uh, conference expansion situation. We'll get to that uh, coming up right around the corner, but we are live from the Dish Professionals, 801 424 DISH. Uh, You know, the fall is right around the corner, Ryan, and Ryan, of course, jumping on with us. Um, You know, people got to start planning now. Football, uh, great deal with the red zone going on today, of course. We can talk about that, Pac-12 Network. I mean, people need to make their plans, Yeah. and this is the best way to conveniently do it and save money.
3: This is, and you know, we we planned this remote just right after pac-12 media day because we wanted to uh, you know kind of capitalize on the excitement of you know this upcoming season and i know there's a lot of listeners out there that uh, are uh, wanting to see the games and uh, you know the commissioner he came out right out and said if uh, if a tv provider doesn't currently have uh the pac-12 network uh, they're not going to be getting it ain't it. happening <laughs> it ain't happening so uh dish has it um great package We've got a killer promotion, two-year offer, two-year price guarantee, movie channels. We've got uh, this little extra thank you for first responders, military, and school teachers, hospital workers, and if you're 55 and older, which is just about 65% of the people that call our office, you get free paid reviews every month. And then on top of that, we're like, hey, let's let's make a good deal for today. So 100 bucks cash back. So if you're thinking about it and you're the reality is set in, like, hey, I want to watch the games. Don't wait. Call now. Get the 100 bucks cash back. Get the promotion. We'll get you set up and installed for free, and uh, um, you have access to all the games and save some money.
1: On top of it. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, let's not forget that. Uh, 801-424-ish. And I'll tell you, come back from Pac-12 Media Day, uh, Ryan, not only do folks around here want to watch the Utes, obviously, but I think the league is going to be pretty good. I think there can be a bunch of good games on the Pac-12 network and of course beyond but uh, I think the league's going to be pretty good this year and it's
3: it's fun I really like that channel when you can uh, go back and uh, they got that uh, I think it's called football in 60 yeah Mm -hmm. um, where where they do all the games short the whole game in one hour and you can just kind of you know burn through a whole game real quick and it's a uh, it's a neat uh it's a neat channel and yeah there's I, i'm sure i wouldn't be surprised if game 1 Utah's first game is going to be on yeah. the back 12 network that would probably be uh, uh a good likelihood along with probably three other games i'm sure so you know if you're a fan and you want to watch all the games call us up the promotion is uh, excellent they cash back on top of that there's we want to incentivize you
1: yeah make it easy too cuz you can get installed tomorrow right
3: yeah we'll be out tomorrow and uh you can get the uh, the world's biggest, fastest DVR, the the Hopper, and um, it, hands down, if you if you're at all skeptical, come into our office, ask for me, uh, or ask for Josh or one of our other uh, uh, great associates, and we'll blow your mind. We'll show show you how fast and easy the Hopper is. It's got that great voice remote. Um, it's truly a, a much better experience than it had been in the past with the previous. Um, DVRs that Dish had to now with this Hopper three, it's a, it's lightning fast, easy it's awesome. to use, voice remote. You yeah. got it. You like it. Oh, I love it. Yeah,
1: I, I, there yeah. there are too many features to list. I mean, start with the prime time anytime and uh, and the automatically hopping commercials, and just go from <laughs> yeah. That. I mean, like there's there's dozens of features that I absolutely love, but love that one. Yeah. yeah,
3: I love that one. And and you know if if you're listening on the radio and you just heard Jake say auto hopping commercials. Yeah, that's a real thing. Dish has it. Only Dish. Yep. They got the. They got sued uh, by a lot of the networks because they were so mad about putting that feature into the hopper. But uh, they uh, still there, and uh, it's really cool. If you, it'll auto record all the local channels, and when you go to watch the local channel programming, it'll say, "Do you want to auto hop?" And you just say yes.
1: I'll oh, hit yes on that bad <laughs> boy, and put that remote down, and forget about it right. for a while. Yeah, exactly. It's super nice. It's really cool. Yeah. All right, 801-424-DISH. Put that extra $100 back in your pocket, too. 801-424-DISH. Thanks, Ryan. Thank you. All right, we'll talk about the latest news from the Big 12 coming up next. Stay tuned, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is DJ and PK.
0: Time to talk NBA Draft now with Chad Ford. I wouldn't be shocked at all if the Jazz ultimately decide to trade out of this draft, get a future asset, and hope that that asset is better than the 30th pick in the draft in in years to come. I expect the most likely scenario is Jazz trade out. Probably second best scenario is maybe they find a deal and move up in the draft where they can actually find a difference maker. I think that would be appealing. But I think probably the least likely scenario for me right now is that the Jazz actually draft and keep the 30th pick in the draft. Catch DJ and PK more. From six till ten on ninety-seven five twelve eighty the zone and the zone sports network.
1: it's a big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and twelve eighty the zone. Olympic coverage throughout the Olympics here on the zone sports network is brought to you by our friends at Davis Vision. They love teachers. If you are a teacher who needs LASIK, uh, Davis Vision wants you to or wants to give back, excuse me, schedule a free consultation appointment and inquire about additional savings to their summer sale price. Call today, 801-253-3080 or go to Davis MD.com. We are live here at the Dish Professionals. Call them eight oh one. One four two four dish, and uh, speaking of the Olympics, uh, I'm telling you this uh, Olympic mode that Dish has set up. Uh, Austin, I'm watching. Uh, let's see here, uh, I'm watching uh, Doctor Phil, which was he's Olympic. in the Olympics. It was Olympic coverage moments ago. Apparently, Doctor Phil took over. I've got uh, doubles tennis going on, and what looks like uh, men's volleyball uh, going on. You had uh, USA Iran a few minutes ago, but anyway, if you're an Olympic geek, uh, this is perfect for you. Eight to one. 424 four. dish. All right, Austin. Pete tamil about uh, 15 minutes ago uh had this tweet. Breaking. Pete tamil by the way of Yahoo Sports covers uh college uh college sports college football is really good. He said breaking, the Big 12 has sent a cease and desist letter to ESPN. The letter demands ESPN end Quote, all actions that may harm the conference and its members and that it not communicate with the Big 12 conferences existing members or any NCAA conference regarding the Big 12 conferences members, possible conference realignment or potential financial incentive or outcomes related to possible conference realignment, unquote. Um,
4: Wait, what's layman's terms, please?
1: All right, so this is, from what I can tell, the Big 12 sent a, a cease and desist so saying, knock it off, the ESPN saying you can't talk to any of our members about going somewhere else or... They can uh, do that? You can't talk to other conferences about existing members. Listen, ESPN obviously had a big part to play in the Oklahoma-Texas situation, right? Yes. I mean, obviously. the e- I mean, ESPN... Listen, if you don't follow media stuff behind the scenes or whatever, ESPN just basically purchased all of the SEC television rights for a long, long time. uh, You know, picture Bowler calling SEC games right when he was on CBS for a long, long time. The SEC was exclusively on CBS about, I don't know, Austin, 15 years ago, maybe something like that, maybe 20, but more like 15 ESPN got a piece of the SEC. They got part of their broadcasting package from CBS, and it was ESPN and CBS for a long, long time. Until this past year, this past round of negotiations where ESPN has purchased all of the broadcast rights for uh, the SEC. And so is it any coincidence that now the SEC makes a move to bolster uh, their broadcast package? I think not and, of course, ESPN would have a lot of very important questions like, hey, if we added Texas or Oklahoma, are you going to pay us more? And if we add them early, are you going to pay us more? And are you going to help, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? So we, we know this, uh, of course, watching BYU navigate independence. ESPN plays a big role. They're, they're the ones putting the games on TV and paying for the pleasure. So they're going to have a voice in the room. So, of course, they're going to be the grandmaster behind the scenes moving things around. And, at the, you know, the Big 12 – is uh, is going to be affected by it because ESPN is trying to bolster their product, and so they're the Big Twelve's grumpy about it, and they're going to send out a cease and desist, which listen is going to do nothing, yeah, uh, absolutely nothing, and uh, they're they're kind of throwing a fit to be honest. I this is you know what this is Austin, this is ego talking. This is a bunch of uh, of uh, university elites going what 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 how how dare they meddle in our affairs. They don't have the right until maybe they they come to uh, their senses and operate in reality where it's like, yeah, uh, they've been doing this for a long time.
4: I just can't. I, I don't. This is where uh, your wife, Naz, and, and you are smarter than me. I, I cannot believe it's against the law for an ESPN bro to talk with a, a Big 12 gal at one of those schools and say, hey, what's your plans next year? That's illegal.
1: Well, I mean, I, I don't know. Again, we we could con- uh, consult an attorney, but you know, uh, collusion and that sort of thing, <laughs> right? Can you can you uh, can you negotiate an- with another entity while you're currently under contract? Oh, we're just you having know, lunch. Those, There's no those negotiation. Things are, those things are sensitive, which of uh, of course is what uh, Texas, Oklahoma, and ESPN would say, right? Yes. Uh, well, I, I bumped into. The head of ESPN at uh, my daughter's soccer game. And so we said, saw hey. Joe
4: Castiglione out at, we were camping at a Fathers and Sons together. Yeah, it was happenstance, right. you know. Exactly. So, so this is, the Big 12 is now afraid ESPN, they're not going to be able to stop the Texas and Oklahoma thing, obviously. That's done. No. But now they're afraid the ESPN is going to then grab the other Big 12 schools and the, the like we mentioned in the first hour, the remnants, the crumbs, and say, hey, how would you like to be part of the Mountain West or, or such and such like that? Is that what they're trying to stop? I I guess
1: I mean they're, it's they're, too late.
4: Big Twelve, you're gone. Yeah, right?
1: No, this is a very uh, stupid move because also you know, let's say the Big Twelve stays standing, they're going to have future media rights that they're going to have to negotiate, and they're going to want ESPN at the table because you got to have you got to have Multiple interested bidders. parties yeah. to to negotiate. Yeah, that's why ESPN has so much power to begin with, and so it's a little bit of uh, uh, you know kind of what am I looking for you this is just hurt feelings right this is not going to in my opinion yes. maybe we'll see further analysis come out that this is a really effective and strategic move but it just seems like it just seems like hurt feelings
4: is this is it also possible that this backfires in another way in that the big 12 sends out this don't talk about us leave us alone this is our toy you can't play with it to ESPN and ESPN goes oh okay you just you just helped us by telling everyone else that we were gonna try and do that. They'll call us now.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah.
4: Now West Virginia is gonna be like, oh, her get get ESPN on the phone. See so if they can get us to the ACC.
1: Yes, they're trying to prevent that as well as other leagues um, calling ESPN and saying, hey, if we added Oklahoma State, how much would that uh, add to the bottom line of our contract' You're already you
4: know. contracted with BYU,
1: right? ESPN. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I guess it's just a very naive take, right, you Austin? Know. And this, this comes back to you. I, I just ran into them at the, the Fathers and Sons camp out. I mean, it's just a very naive take. Like, how dare you meddle in our affairs? You know, again, I think it comes back to ego. Like, who do these people think we are? They are. I'm the president of Baylor University. You know, they can't push us around. Actually, the answer is that they can't.
4: They can they will they have they they will continue and they to
1: do so. Will continue to do so. Yes, exactly. Because the SEC is in Texas and Oklahoma are not making this move unless they are assured that the the value, you know, the compensation is going to come with it.
4: I mean, hey, while we're talking about this Jake, help me understand another part of this. It's it's my understanding that uh, the Big 12 still owns Texas and Oklahoma's negoti- or, uh, media rights until 25 even if they are no longer in the big 12, is that, is that, how does that, how is that going to work? Are those teams uh, games still going to be played getting the big 12 money while they're in the sec? I'm confused on that one.
1: So yes, is, is the short answer, but there is, and I believe the price tag is 78 million bucks. Oh, that's buy- the buyout. Yeah. That's the buyout. I so, see. I mean, I, I think they can either sling the buyout or, um, you know, I don't know, We that could get complex, but that's why so far they've only alerted them that they're not going to renew the rights and that they intend to join the SEC, and then my guess is they will. the next step will be trying to twist the arm of the Big 12 to let them go. I see. Oh, okay, all right, all right. Because remember, and, and I believe the grant of rights was a thing, but I'm not entirely sure now that I think about it again, but it comes back to Maryland and Rutgers when they left the Big East or the ACC and the Big East respectively and they just said we're going to pay the buyout, and they, they negotiated it down to a little less than half, I think. So seventy eight mil is the price tag now. But after you get all the lawyers in the same room, I'm sure that price tag will come down, and I'm sure that Texas has you know plenty of dough to do it. So I think they'll just pay and go as soon as they possibly can. Yeah, yeah,
4: that's that's the way it makes it's lining up to go. Yeah.
1: And honestly, if you're the Big Twelve, I mean, do you really want them to stay? Honestly, or do you just want to put the cash in your pocket and try and figure out the best way forward for your institutions?
4: Yeah, well, at, at first, I'd be like, of course you want them to stay. You're, you're dying without them, but they'll do this every year. This is never going to end. Oh, Texas mean, it, will come back and Oklahoma will come back every year for a bigger slice.
1: Well, it's just four years. I mean, it's, uh, they're just not going to do it, or I, I don't think that they're going to do it. But this is a, an out-of-the-blue move to send a cease and desist to ESPN. I have no idea what they – what what purpose this serves uh, for the Big Twelve? They can ESPN even
4: respond to that, or is that considered an, a violation of the cease and desist? Uh,
1: I I honestly don't know. Oh, I'm sure they could respond, but just
4: not mention SEC I or, or I mean uh, Texas, I, and Oklahoma,
1: or I. Well, they they could respond. I mean, they can't talk to them. <laughs> they can talk about them. They can't talk to them. The, you know what this is, Jake. This is a
4: a father or mother who finds out their son or daughter is dating someone they don't like. And they're saying, you cannot date them. You cannot talk to them. You cannot hang out with them. You can have nothing to do with them. And the son and daughter is like, okay, sure, mom and dad. It's going to stop nothing. They're going to date who they want to date.
1: All right, coming up at the top of the 4 o'clock hour, uh, we're going to have a little what's going on at 5 uh, we're going to chat with our good friend, David Locke. And at 430, we're going to do our audio doppelganger segment. We're going to see if my theory is correct, that uh, Coach Jimmy Lake and our friend, Jonathan Reinhardt, president of the Salt Lake City Stars, are, are audio doppelgangers. I feel like maybe there could be a better word for that, though, Austin. What could it be? Uh,
4: uh, voice twins? Uh-huh. Voice
1: twins. They are voice twins. They, have, they share a voice. They do. They have the exact same voice. We're going to get to that at 430. We're going to see if I'm crazy or not. Answer, uh, short answer, probably. All right, 801-424-DISH, that is the number to call. 801-424-DISH Get set up today. Uh, In addition to all the great promotions going on right now with the Dish Professionals, they're going to put $100 right back into your pocket only for Big Show listeners. So call and get set up. 801-424-DISH. More next Live from the Dish Professionals on The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Oh, hey guys, Jake here for my friends at Peach Window and Door, a locally owned and operated company, passionate Utah jazz fans, and they want to tell Zone listeners all about the business they have built and are so very proud of. They are Utah's premier window and door retailer. They've been combining beauty and technology on windows and doors since 1993. On top of that, they are they're turnkey. They're all about it. They do windows and doors. They can do custom work for you, no problem. If you can dream it, they are Can do it. But what they want to do, they want to sell you a satisfactory product. They want to take care of you all the way through. They don't do subcontractors. They don't do that sort of thing, so you're not going to get ghosted. They are going to be with you the whole way. They always answer the phone. Customer service is absolutely a priority. They want to install your windows and doors and Back them up with uh, uh, guarantees designed to create satisfied customers. You've got to find out for yourself why they are so great. They offer zero percent interest financing. They have free in-home estimates. So get the ball rolling today. There's a few ways to do so. First of all, you can go to be, be, uh, excuse me, PeachBuildingProducts.com. That's PeachBuildingProducts.com. Find out why they have over five uh, or 255 star reviews on Google. Go to the showroom. See for yourself. 2940 South 300 West. right there in Salt Lake or call schedule one of those in-home estimates 801-566-1255 that's 801-566-1255 peach window and door
0: This is The Big Show with Jake Scott and Gordon Monson. Presented by Big O Tires, with the lowest price on every tire every day. With no credit needed financing options available. Big O Tires, the team you trust.
1: It is The Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280, The Zone. We are live today from the Dish Professionals. Give them a call today at 801-424-DISH. That's 424 dish. They've got a really cool uh, Olympic uh, split screen thing going right now. And uh, watching uh, uh, Austin, watching Rudy play against the Czech Republic, the French team against the Czech Republic. Are you still? Uh, what? Why? Let me ask you this: What team are you rooting for in the Olympics?
4: Uh, I want France to to win it all.
1: You're rooting for Rudy.
4: I like the frogs. Yeah.
1: Not rooting for uh, the Boomers team. Australia. Nah, they're Get that they're medal.
4: Joe Ingles is annoying, man. He's he's annoying when he's not playing for the Jazz, and he's not currently playing for the Jazz. He's annoying.
1: So you can be annoyed.
4: Yeah, it, it it's just the the and the idea of their you know the the Australia thing. It, it's almost like they think, well, we've put in the time, so now it's our turn, and it's now you got to still go out there and win it.
1: But they want it so badly, Austin.
4: Yeah, so does France. And France, plus you know what, I love. I love that the French play two seven plus footers at, a, at the same time. I like think that's, that's pretty cool. And they've got uh, Rudy out there and uh, Poyer, who's yeah. like 11 years old but nine feet tall. It's pretty, pretty fun to watch. All
1: right, let's get to uh, our market update brought to you by our friends at trydaytrading.com. Now, anyone can be a day trader. Visit trydaytrading.com. Let's start things out today with the Dow. Uh, it was down 127 and a half points. I got uh, schnookered a little bit. Uh, The NASDAQ was up 102 points. Cash. And the S&P 500 down 0.82 points.
4: It pooped on me, and it was not pleasant.
1: (laughs) What was he talking about there?
4: I think a bird.
1: A rhinoceros?
4: Yeah, yeah, one of his safaris, yes.
1: An elephant? I'm just trying to think of something big, really. Uh, all right. Well, hey, Gordon's on vacation, so he does the market update better than me. He'll be back. Well, he cares. Uh, coming up next week. Yeah. It I matters. Mean,
4: He's got blood, sweat, and tears in that thing. He,
1: yeah, he cares desperately. Uh, that is true. Uh, hey, uh, Austin, Aaron Rodgers is going to show up. Uh, well, I guess he did show up. Did you see the outfit he wore into the, uh, the Packers is, practice facility?
4: Uh, I Yeah. I did. It was a little Doc Brown meets uh, the Office, right?
1: Yeah, I had that. he uh, had the the big sunglasses on the Doc Brown glasses. Well put. And then yeah, wore the. It was like an NBA Jam shirt that had Kevin from the Office and Chili on it. Which, uh, <laughs> let me let me ask you this: Is Aaron Rodgers? Forget the contract stuff here for a moment. We can talk about that. But uh, is he hilarious or is he obnoxious?
4: He's a bro. He he's a bro. So he's obnoxiously funny. Does that mean like I don't want to hang out with Aaron Rodgers? I find him annoying. I find him obnoxious, but it is still funny. Does that is that like like uh Rob Schneider, obnoxious, but sometimes funny.
1: Okay. Yeah.
4: Maybe Rob Schneider's a bad poll. Maybe, Maybe that that's is too a old. Bad idea. Yeah. And mm-hmm. given his politics, whoops.
1: So well, you get de- the idea I'm
4: going for there, yeah.
1: So the deal is, right, Rodgers uh, Rogers, uh eventually going to sign a deal he'll be a you know away from the packers after this upcoming year
4: which why 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 i this is aaron Rodgers wins both ways here right the packers get nothing good on this unless i guess they win the super bowl and and uh, uh love jordan love turns into a great player but
1: i think what they get is one more year of uh you know
4: of a guy that doesn't want to be there and you know it and he knows it and everyone
1: knows it but they get one more year of extraordinary quarterback play
4: how do you listen to that guy in the locker room in the huddle how
1: do you care i i don't know i mean they'd have to like hope he's going to be a professional and go out there and play but i mean rogers here's the thing austin he didn't have a whole lot of leverage in this thing you know a lot of people say oh just sit it out i mean It's not a really great option, particularly if you have multiple years left on your deal because the players just don't have any leverage. So, I mean, this is the middle ground that Green Bay found. Now they don't have to worry about him sitting out or missing games or whatever it is, and uh, they can just have another year where they're guaranteed to have a stud at quarterback and maybe they mend the fence, you know? Mm -hmm. Who knows uh, what happens in a year. But this way, I think think this is the best way that both parties win, actually.
4: Oh, man. See, I, I don't think the Packers are winning at all, but... I'll listen to, to your point there. Let me ask you this, though, Jake. Do you believe Aaron Rodgers when he said that he fully was contemplating retirement? Yes. I do too. I, I yeah. thought that would be the end game here, actually. Well, I thought the Packers would call his bluff and he'd be like, fine, I'm, I'm not going to play anymore.
1: That's the, only, that's the only leverage he had. And by the way, what a crappy option. <laughs> and that, that only <laughs> happens to the Detroit Lions. You know, they're legends. <laughs> they force them into early retirement because they, they don't want to play for them anymore. The two greatest
4: players in franchise history quit rather than stay with you.
1: Right. And not to mention that the Detroit went to the mat so hard that they would rather, you know, spite their legendary player. Then see them play somewhere else.
4: True. Yep. Good point.
1: Which is just amazing because it would certainly be to their benefit. Don't you think they could have gotten value in a trade for Barry Sanders? Uh, some, yeah. But instead they said, nope, not doing anything. And they said, fine, I'll retire. And the Lions said, good. <laughs> Here's your watch. I mean, even that, that happened to the Bengals with Carson Palmer, right? Yes. They said, "Fine, I'll retire." At least the Bengals were smart enough to go like, "Okay, he's serious. We probably he ought hates to see, us. Yeah. We probably ought to find out a find a trade here, so we don't just lose a starting quarterback for nothing." Which is probably the leverage that Aaron had to flex to uh, get Green Bay to go this far. Honestly. So, uh, because just, you know, threatening to not show up wasn't going to do anything because it was so detrimental to him financially that he had to threaten to retire. And, yeah, I I think he – if Green Bay didn't believe that he was willing to do that, I don't think that they would have made the concession. Does that make any sense? Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. They they I, they know him. They know him well. And he knows them well. And I just still – I think that you, – you bring up the Bengals – They traded Carson Palmer and really did nothing with what they got back. They do now have Joe Burrows, but that's nowhere near connected to that Carson Palmer deal. Uh, They were a long time flailing flailing without Carson Palmer. And I feel like the Packers could have gotten a lot in a trade and still had their guy in Jordan Love ready to go. Uh, So I I feel like that would have been a better approach for Green Bay, but that's just me.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't know, because that's why I ask. Like, Rogers is at very least a quirky dude, right? I mean, he's, you know, some stars behave in in certain fashions and others don't. I think I think Aaron is, he's, I think he's kind of a he's kind of a weird guy, but he certainly is. Um, uh, he certainly knows his value and is willing to parlay that now to get what he wants.
4: Given the other quote he had today about yeah green baby in a wasteland and no one wants to play here they only pl- come to play here to play with me
1: yeah I mean he was Something pretty up he front also said today in his press conference today <laughs> that is that is true. All right we're here at the dish professionals we'll have what's going on coming up right around the corner but eight oh one four two four dish eight oh one four two four dish uh Ryan we're sitting here watching Rudy play over there in Tokyo, going up against the Czech Republic. Uh, but if you want to uh, watch Rudy play for the Jazz coming up this fall, you got to make some plans. you got to have the right programming. And, you know, at least for another year, the Jazz are going to be on AT&T Sportsnet.
3: Yeah, that's, uh, that's a thing that's going to happen. And uh, just like uh, the Utes are going to be on the Pac-12 yep. network and – uh, we have a solution. It's awesome. Uh, just for a little bit more than $2 a day, I think it's like $2 and 18 cents a day. You can get the PAC 12 network. You can get at t sports net. You're going to get the NBA TV. You sign up right now. You get the NFL, uh, red zone channel. And, um, for this next, next coming season, plus, you know, yeah, all the ESPNs and other channels you'll need. So, you know, if you're a cord cutter, uh, we, we tell people all the time, don't wait. And today is the, is the day. When we do these remotes, we we throw a little uh, little extra, a little red carpet, right? Yeah, I like it. <laughs> so 100 bucks cash back uh, if you could set up today, along with the great promotion. Uh, two-year offer, 2 years worth of credits, the price is guaranteed, movie channels. You know, and the video on demand with Dish is... Uh,
1: oh, it's awesome. It's so cool. Yeah,
3: there's so much. And I started this business in 2002. Um, and we had a PVR, a little teeny eight gig hard drive, and um, there was no on demand. And uh, it was it was a concern the first few years. And then they bought that Blockbuster deal, and um, you know the titles are there now. It's it's uh, it, and with that voice remote. You just pick up your remote and say what you want, and it's on, and it's just easier than ever, and Dish is continually
1: just adding new stuff. You know where I like the on-demand with uh, certain shows on on channels that I like? Maybe I jump into a season, I see, like, episode four of something, uh, you know, that I like watching, and I'm like, oh, man, i got to catch up with this. You just hit that channel on-demand, and usually it's just right there. You catch right up, and off you go. Yeah,
3: and, and, you know, another neat feature I like is when – you're, let's say you come across a movie, it, if you're watching a specific, like, action movie, it'll sh- give you, like, other movies at the bottom that you might like. Yeah. And uh, so if you're kind of uh, browsing, you know, through the catalog, it's uh, it's quite nice. And Dish has done a, a, a very good job of making the system just easy to operate, um, simple to watch TV, and uh, with the promotion, it's cheap. And, uh, you know, if you're another... With another provider, I stress to you, call us up. We typically save people 60 bucks a month, roughly. It's kind of an average in, in there. Sometimes it's a lot more than that. And now with this uh, great internet extra that we have, it could be a lot more. Where, uh, if, if we have uh, this internet that's available, that's coming available, it's actually, put it this way, every single person is going to have access to 5G. It's already Happening though in certain areas, and so we can tell you right now if you have a 5G capable uh, location at your house, we can put a modem in your house, it's 50 bucks a month, and you're going to get ripping fast speeds awesome. like 100 to 500 megabytes uh, speeds for 50 bucks a month. And if you put that with a dish package, um, it's like 150 cheaper than what a cable company's charging.
1: That's huge, that's a ton of dough. Yeah, yeah, so awesome. a month, <laughs> a month. That's crazy. That's,
3: that's you know, 3000 plus dollars over the next uh, 2 years, you'll see.
1: It's a no-brainer. 801-424 to a dish on top of all of that put an extra 100 bucks back in your pocket. 801-424 yep. dish. Thanks, Ryan. Thank you. What's going on coming up next? Stay tuned 975 and 1280
0: the Zone. Now, let's get this party started. Uh-huh. This is Hans Olsen and Scotty G on the Zone Sports Network.
3: There are a couple of reasons that I didn't become a doctor.
0: (laughs) Same reasons you didn't become a paleontologist? Why do you crack a smile and then make a joke? I'm just saying, like, yeah, there's a couple of reasons I wasn't a lawyer. Number one, the LSAT scared me. Number two, I thought I'd fell miserably. And number three, I didn't think I was smart enough. So, yeah, there are just a couple of reasons why I didn't become a lawyer. Can I make a point without you attacking me? I'm not attacking you. Like, you've never talked about wanting to be a doctor before. To me, this seems like you were just right on the cusp of going to medical school and then just these one or two little things came up and made you think, no, I'm not going to do that. Doctor. 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 Can you not
3: attack me? You know, it, it bugs me when you do that.
0: Doctor. Doctor. Doctor.
3: Stop playing that.
0: And doctor. Well, we miss anyone? Hanson Scotting, weekdays from 10 to 2 on 97.5, 1280, The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network.